This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Monday Discussion. This week on the CR Checkup Podcast, we're talking about pride and how we can take up our pride and walk with humility. Welcome to the Monday discussion. I'm so grateful for each of you who are listening right now. Um, Here at our Celebrate Recovery, we work through the 12 steps on a yearly basis. That means that we work through just about one step each and every month. And right now, obviously, we're doing things a little bit differently. And in this season, we're learning how to fight our battles together, but at a distance. And that means that we're looking for new ways to live out our recovery. Uh, And it's going to look a little bit different. But our tools are going to look exactly the same because we know that the 12 steps and eight principles are effective. So we can't let lies creep in to say that these things have to change. Um, We just have to learn for different ways to carry them out. And also, I just would love if we can be encouraged that we can be leaders in applying these principles in ways that people may have never done before. So we're going to continue working our program in in order to heal. Uh, We just have to get a little creative in how we do that. Uh, Right now, today, we're going to be starting our discussion about step 12. Um, And if you aren't on step 12, that's okay. Every single conversation that we have is meant to stand alone. Um, And so, but before we get into that, I just want to really quick just recap our first three steps. If you're unfamiliar with them, that way you can kind of understand our foundation for uh, the thoughts and the things that we communicate on here. So our step one says that we admitted that we are powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors and that our lives had become unmanageable. And our at our Celebrate Recovery, we really want to capitalize on this idea that we're stepping out of denial and into God's grace. And we also understand that whatever brings us through the doors only opens the doors. Then we can move on to step two, which says that we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And here we're learning to believe that God could heal us, even if we don't believe that he would. This is just laying a foundation of God's character about who he is before I ever start to ask him to do anything for me. Then in step three, it states we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God. Many of us have turned our lives and our wills over to the care of just about anything that would make us a a weak promise. And here we're turning from our sins towards Jesus, knowing that I matter to him and that it's an actual benefit to my life, unlike the lies that the things I had been turning to promised to me. So those are our first three steps. And before we get into our conversation about step 12, I would just love if you would pull out your phone really quick. And because we can't greet each other in person, that you would just let somebody know that you're thinking about them, that you miss them, and that you hope that they're tuning in right now to the Monday discussion. So I'll go ahead and give you a chance to do that.
tonight. Thank you so much for doing that. So our step 12 says, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we tried to carry the message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And so the scripture that coincides with this is Galatians 6.1, which says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself or you also may be tempted. Now, before we even just get started, I just want to give praise to God that he aligned time perfectly that we would be talking about step 12 right now, because the things that we do here at Celebrate Recovery, we're working these 12 steps, these eight principles, and we're building a foundation um, kind of peaks out here at step 12, where we begin to apply these principles in every single area of our lives. And now, whether it feels like it or not, we are extremely prepared for what is happening right now. And it's in the best kind of way. What I mean is that you know, we might not have all of the essentials that we have right now. Maybe, maybe you don't have everything that you need as far as um, food or or different kinds of resources like that, or maybe you're you're facing unemployment. But these these things are are out of our control, and they've always been out of our control. And ultimately, they they're a bit of a distraction. The things that we do here in the rooms isn't isn't trying to secure all of our worldly needs, okay? It's securing our hearts in the midst of hardships. We reach the pinnacle of this truth in step 12, and, and what we're taking, what we're doing here is that we're taking what we've labored so hard for. Anybody who's, you know, taken step four, can I get an amen? This is not easy, Right. But right now in step 12 and in the time and space that we're in right now, we're taking all of the things that we've worked so hard for with God's help, of course, and we're beginning to apply it to everything. But not only that, we're showing someone else and we don't show others by words, but by action and reflection of God's goodness. So Let's go ahead and start our conversation, but before that, I just want to pause for prayer. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to have a discussion with my family. God, I pray that you would speak loud and clear to each and every one of us, that you would open up our hearts and our minds to be able to hear what you have here for us, not anything else. So let all the distractions go by the wayside and let us be in tune with what you're trying to speak to us right now. We thank you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. So what I'm talking about here is basically that we need to walk out our program. So in this, I want to talk about something that has affected me in many different ways, and I believe that affects most of us, and that's pride. And pride is really regarded as being the root of all sin, of all sins ever, and in the beginning, it propelled uh, humanity out of perfect communion with God, and it hasn't, it really hasn't stopped since then. Pride is so sneaky, and it's extremely infectious because it tries to attach itself to anything it can, and it attempts to rot it from the inside out. And the crazy thing about it is, is that if you don't, if I don't feel like I struggle with it, then it's possible that I'm in the most danger. 
And the reason I bring this up isn't to make us scared or, or fearful of pride. It's to bring awareness to it. And hopefully we can attach new processes that will ultimately help us grow a character of humility. And obviously we can't go around the problem. We have to go through it. And so I believe that pride itself is going to be the very thing that helps us get to the solution. Every solution begins with having a problem, right? And problems are inevitable. The problem that we're talking about today is pride. And we would call this here at Celebrate Recovery a character defect. And a character defect is a character trait that is defective, but that doesn't mean it's not supposed to be there. And so I want to talk about how we can take up our pride and walk with humility. And so we're going to go through an acrostic. Uh, those of you who've, who've been missing the acrostics, this is for you. Uh, we're going to go through the acrostic walk. And your first fill in for W, if you're following along, taking some notes, which I would re recommend doing so. If you write these things down on paper, then you have a better chance of actually applying them. So your first fill in here for W is welcome correction. Welcome correction. So before we even begin to talk about welcoming correction, the first thing that we need to be able to, to have in order to, to even think about this is having an open mind. I need to have an open mind. If I have a completely closed mind to whatever anybody tells me or, or any, any kind of thought that comes towards me, anything like that, um, I'm not going to welcome it. I'm not going to be willing to hear somebody if I'm already having a closed mind to things. And so when we talk about welcome correction, the first thing is to make sure that I have an open mind, that I'm willing to hear people out, hear different thoughts and ideas. And then once I can make sure that I have that, which is a struggle, obviously, we'll continue to, to work on that. But we, we're going to have an open mind so that when people talk to us, they, they share something with us about uh, maybe needing to correct something, um, that I'm going to let them uh, restore me gently, just like our, our verse says for step 12. Um, if someone is caught in a sin, your spiritual should restore him gently. And our, our brothers and sisters in the program are doing this for us, but we have to have an open mind to be able to let them do this. Now, I think it's important uh, when we're talking about this is, you know, if somebody says something to me, whether they're off base, whether they're correct in their assumption about me doing something right or wrong, doesn't matter. OK, it's completely irrelevant whether a person is right or wrong in them trying to correct me. Um, you know, if my wife tells me uh, that she thinks I'm being insensitive or I have been insensitive in something that I said. Now, do you think that it's going to be beneficial for me to to try to correct her and why she's wrong? No, I need to make sure that I take that correction, whether I believe it's true or not. See, God uses people to speak to us and the correction that happens that could be taking place could be for other reasons than what that person may be speaking of. So welcome correction. The next for A is ask for guidance from others. Ask for guidance from others. Once I begin to see, or somebody shows me where I have pride, or really anything, I want to begin to deal with it on my own because I'm prideful, right? <laughs> 
and the thing, the wild thing about this is, is I don't know how I could ever think that I could fix it if I couldn't prevent it. And so whenever these things come up inside my life, I need to be willing to ask people for guidance in them, to invite them into whatever I'm struggling with. In this case, pride. And then for the W in our walk acrostic is listen for God's prompting. Oh my gosh, this, this is where people find redemption. Chains are broken, habits begin to fade, character defects like pride are transformed, and hurts turn into victory. You know, when I'm open to correction and I invite others into guiding me and helping me through them, then I'm walking humbly. And when I walk humbly, I begin to have ears to hear what my eyes haven't seen. You know, God desires a pure heart and walking humbly is a great practice for that. The last fill in for our walk acrostic 4K is keep on walking keep on walking. You know, once you receive what the program has to offer, don't abandon it. Don't turn your back on God once you start feeling better. Keep on walking and maybe even go for a run every once in a while. This is how we can walk out our program. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together. I pray for each person listening right now, God, that you would just speak so sweetly to each one of them. God, allow us to be able to walk humbly in love. We thank you for all these things. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, a great way to put what you just heard into action right now is to call a friend and talk about it. And you can talk about these questions. Do I have a mind that's changeable? When is the last time that I have taken consideration of criticism? And how can I practice hearing God's prompting? Thank you for listening to the Monday discussion. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.